Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Light and Free podcast where we talk about all things how to get to a happier and successful life. My name is Patricia, I'm your host and I'm here to help you bring your life to the next level. Hello from Tulum, Mexico. I'm so excited for this. Today I'm gonna have a guest speaker here on my Instagram live and I'm so excited. This topic is so amazing and it, I feel there couldn't be a better day than International Women's Day to talk about this topic. So my guest today is the beautiful Juliet Magdalene. Hang on, I'm trying to add her to our call. One moment. Yes, so she should be here in a Hi! Topic is so exciting because our topic today is your soul's mission and creating the space to really become the leader um, who can hold it all, trusting the process and yeah, all the way through, really about inner trust. Welcome, Juliet. So happy to have you. Thank you so much. What an incredible day to connect and have this conversation. I was just saying, like, I feel there could not be a better day than International Women's Day for us to have this conversation. Feels very aligned. I'm celebrating all of it. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. So welcome to our Instagram Live, and I'll turn that into a podcast episode later on as well. So welcome. So happy you're here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yes, you're so welcome. So this is Juliet Magdalene. Um, maybe you want to introduce yourself. So let me just say a couple of lines and then, um, yeah, you can expand a little bit deeper into that. So um, you're an intimacy and embodiment mentor, such a, such a good topic, such a good um, yeah, theme and niche. And from what I was seeing, like from what I was hearing, you're helping leaders to really master different areas of their life, like emotional healing, regulating their, their emotional, how do you say that? Their emotional intelligence, I would say, um, wealth acceleration, identity transformation, Inter relational intimacy, spiritual embodiment, and freedom and fun in leadership. And I love that you have like all those different pieces because in the end, it all gets tied together, right? So yes, I'm so excited for our conversation. So maybe you want to expand a little bit further on who you are, what you're doing, and yeah, let's dive right in. Yeah, I love it. Um, and I agree, all of the pieces matter. And it's something that now in the trajectory of my, I'm hearing a little feedback. Are you hearing me? I'm hearing you. Is it okay? okay. It's okay. It's a little quiet, but it's okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my journey started when, I mean, when I was born, obviously, <laughs> as all of our journeys start, and we come into this world and we're, you know, thrown into uh, different situations, circumstances, family dynamics. And it's not until we kind of have that like first moment where there's a point, at least that I had when I was like around nine years old, where I was like, 
things seem a little off. Like the way things are feeling and how people are interacting does it feels a bit backwards. And um, but I didn't know what to do with that at nine years old. You know, starting to learn about just being a human and how to you know thrive and express myself authentically. So the trajectory basically, you know, went from me trying to do my best with what I had. I, I experienced uh, a, quite a bit of uh, loss when I was younger, when I was 12 years old. Four, uh, five members of my family passed away, um, including my father. And this was on top of um, my family being torn apart by money, um, and not really having the tools and resources to process my emotion, to understand what that even meant to begin with. Um, so my journey went into, you know, starting to come into my quote unquote womanhood, yeah. you know, learning about sexuality and learning to fall in love and what that meant, but without any real connection into, you know, my my truth you know it was all me trying to seek validation and to feel whole that i wasn't feeling from everything outside of me and it wasn't until i was 19 years old where i really hit like my first rock bottom where nothing felt right where everything that i was trying to call in and trying to manifest and create in my life the exact opposite was happening and for the first time, I, you know, sat in all the emotions that I was so good at running away from. And in that moment where I was actually contemplating, like, maybe leaving is better than staying in this pain that I was feeling, this, like, other thought came through my awareness of, like, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. And in that moment, there was a surrender and, like, a blip of hope and that's where I, I, I listened to it and he was like get off your couch go outside and for the first time I, I became present to my surroundings I became present to what was without even realizing I was being present yeah and uh, later that week, like I, the, the typical, I went to the bookstore and the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle like yeah. fell off the bookshelf and I was like, there's a present moment? What? Like, just starting to recognize all of the stories, all of the pain that I was holding on to and beginning to um, go on my journey and trust my process and trust the, the intuitive pull that was guiding me to look at things in a different way, to see my fear for what it was and still choose to move forward. Um, yeah, and long story short, I felt at a point where I had gone through a, quite a bit of transformation where I, I felt the call to share my story with others. And um, that was nine years ago out of my fifth year dorm room while I was still in college. And it was all about just trusting where I was being led. And the journey kept unfolding and I kept following and then when in 2014, um, I woke up out of a dream, literally with the words conscious woman rising, like flashing through my mind and I was sweating and I was like, I grabbed my phone to see if 
anyone had the domain or anyone had the Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and no one did. And I was like, aligned so perfectly for everything that I was experiencing that I felt time to share. Um, so there's so much to that. And on my journey throughout my 20s, it was me exploring who I was, you know, in my identity with wealth, who I was with abundance, with love, with romance, with my sexual identity. And so, yeah, it's been a whole beautiful journey of leading myself through these processes while sharing my journey in the public. And now I'm at a point where all the pieces have come together. Yeah. And actually creating a roadmap for folks who feel called to go on their own journey and trust their own process to do it in a way that feels really connected and true to them. Mm -hmm. So that's just a little bit. <laughs> of course. This is so powerful, and I really thank you for sharing your story with us. Um, I feel like, especially for a child, I think you were saying of nine years, like probably the whole world was like turned upside down, and I yeah. probably I cannot even imagine what this must be like being a child and then like trying to figure out life and then like... I feel most people didn't receive the tools for emotional intelligence and what we learn now in our, in our spiritual journey. But I mean, especially as a child, and it's just so beautiful and so powerful to see how you have dealt with all of that, how you follow your your soul's mission, that guidance that appeared luckily at some point um, and really turned your, your gaze inward and the receive the guidance and follow your heart and now sharing it with the whole world pretty much and helping so many other women doing that and also the theme of conscious woman rising i love it i just love it yeah and the and the beautiful thing about that is you know being uh, identifying as a woman that landed conscious woman rising but at the same time i got conscious man rising conscious human rising conscious leaders rising I knew it wasn't just about the conscious woman because my own healing journey took learning how to heal my relationship with men, with the masculine, with the feminine, with just deconditioning my idea around stereotypes and judgments and really tune into like the oneness that we all hold and share is the human spirit and the resilience of our own personal journeys. And I believe as we individually all really step into that radical, you know, responsibility and trust our processes, this is where the healing comes through. This is where we begin to look and talk with each other differently. We begin to listen differently. And this is where the new paradigm and um, more opportunities for inclusivity can be can be created throughout mm -hmm. our world and the structures and all the things. So it's like a whole beautiful invitation for each and every one of us to say yes to the leader within and where we're being. Yeah. I love that bigger vision. And as you were saying, like this oneness, this togetherness, this conscious awakening, collective awakening, I feel especially right now, this is really what the world needs the most right now, right? This knowing that we're all connected, knowing we're actually all on the same journey. Everyone is on a different level, different part, part. Everybody, everybody's unique, obviously, but then 
Like this is about life is about togetherness and not separating, but rather like seeing the greatness in others, maybe even before they can see it themselves. So oh, I'm getting chills. I love it. <laughs> okay, so talking about your soul's mission. Um, so at that point, when you were saying like, so I think very often in a lot of stories, kind of, it seems that people kind of have to hit rock bottom before they manage to shift their life around. But at the same time, I mean, it was the same for me too. But I feel it does not have to be that way. I feel we don't have to hit rock bottom to shift our to shift our lives. What are what are your thoughts or opinions on that or your experience? Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's necessary to hit that quote unquote rock bottom. Um, what is inevitable, I feel, is simply every single person experiencing a contrast to what they desire. We all have that in our human experience. It doesn't require for us to go to the lowest of low and veer off, you know, towards the path that we like knew we never wanted to go. It doesn't always have to be that way. Um, right. So it's, it's really starting to just become aware of the actual power we do have, aware of the control we actually do have and the connection and relationship with our body, with our thoughts, with our emotions. And we can enter at any point in that relationship. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely with you that it's not a requirement. Um, yeah, so true. That's so true. So thank you for pointing that out because I, I really want to spread the message that it's really possible for anyone that it doesn't have to be that way, that something totally severe happens in your life first. It really doesn't. And it's just a choice. It's a choice and you like getting really quiet and listening like, am I being pulled to go into a new direction? Am I being pulled to change something within my own life? Am I being pulled to receive clarity around something that feels confusing right now? These are the moments to like just start to be with ourselves in a new way that can elicit those answers for us. Yeah, yeah, so good. So what would you say, like, if there's someone still, like, looking for their life's mission or their soul's mission or, like, this inner guidance, maybe, what would be maybe your tip, like, how could they get closer to what's that? How could they receive the inner guidance? Yeah. Everything comes down to meeting yourself in the moment. I'm all about hashtag tiny moments. Any moment that you can start to really be conscious and meet yourself with compassion with whatever is in that moment and redefine that relationship what you, with what you find there. This is, this is starting to retrieve like all parts within us that we have made wrong, that we have made bad, that we have we deem as negative. And creating a more harmonious relationship with those parts because that's kind of where that war and that friction and that tension stays in. And without really realizing the separation we feel within, it's going to continue to feel tough and like you're experiencing pattern after pattern, the same patterns in different relationships. So the tip always is like you can your fullest expression 
And that's by meeting yourself in the moment and redefining who you are in that moment. So beautiful. So yeah, I feel there's, yeah, like the separation within and then it gets mirrored back to you in the outer world, right? So, and then this is exactly why we live in the world we have right now where it's still too much separation and fear and whatnot. Is there anything you wanted to add in terms of knowing, knowing your soul's mission, like really knowing or getting to know what are you here on earth for? What is your mission? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel like so much of our soul's mission is kind of planted along our journey planted throughout our experience throughout the years and sometimes we don't even realize it and the most backwards thing about it is that so often our soul's mission part of the process is in the moments that were the most challenging in the moments where we experience the heights of our pain the lowest of the lows and part of the soul's mission often is who we become as a result of those moments. How can we, you know, transform any moments of that pain into purpose, that pain into passion? And it's who we become in the process that really redefines who we get to be when we come up any other challenges, when we come up any other change, because we realize that we are the ones who can shift how we are in relationship with those moments. So I would say in the process of uncovering and connecting with your soul's mission, it's checking into where have I lived my life by my fears? Where am I stuck in my fear mind? And starting to question them and see if they are actually really in alignment with where you want to go, with who you want to be. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, first, to the, to the first part of that, I mean, you are such an amazing example for that. I mean, with all the severe things that were happening in your life, even when you were still a kid, I mean, probably, I mean, I guess it was very, very hard. I cannot even imagine, but probably you would not be the same person and having the story and this message to share with the world, like sharing the strength that you have received from all of that. Um, so often it just takes time and inner work, of course, um, and personal growth to actually see the lessons, to see like what universe had in store for us with giving us that crazy challenges in life. Yeah, and I love how you bring up like the growth journey. It really is about how we are allowing ourselves to express our truth, who we're becoming as we realize like where we may have you know, hid parts of ourselves or made ourselves wrong for different parts and learning how to really embrace those and explore who we are when we give ourselves permission to to just be who we desire to be. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the way how you were saying that, like, just give ourselves permission. I feel so often we just take life for the serious thing where everything has to go right, whatever right means, right? So, and then we just don't give ourselves the space to actually play and to see it as an experience, like this human experience we're actually here for. So bringing in that playfulness again and this permission slip kind of that you were mentioning 
yeah, there's so much truth to that. I love that. I love, I love seeing life as a playground. Yeah. It's each and every one of our playgrounds and we get to see how we want to play, like almost in our own sandboxes, like how we want to um, be in relationship with all different aspects. So yeah, there's so much. Yes, that's so true. And I love what you said earlier in terms of um, where are you still stuck in fear? And it's I really like it because it's something that I also often use with my clients because sometimes I feel we don't even know anymore what we would actually want to do. And we make up stories why that is. And I often say, like, what if you could take fear out of the equation? What if there was no fear? What would you want to be doing then? And then this often brings so much clarity. So as you were saying, like, where are you still stuck in fear? Like, let's uncover the truth here. Yes, 100%. And so often we like don't even know what we want. We don't even know what our desires are. Sometimes we keep going thinking that someone else's desires are our desires. So it's just being honest with your process, being mm -hmm. open to shift your perspective around that fear. And that's when those answers can really come through for you. Mm, yeah, yeah, 100%. So with fear, now we've talked about fear. Now maybe when we know, when we finally know, okay, this is our soul's mission, we have that inner feeling, this is it, this is what I'm here for. I really want to bring out that message into the world maybe or whatever it is. Um, so then obviously getting out of the comfort zone, being in the growth process, then a lot of fears and doubts and worries usually come up. So um, what does it mean for you to embody the leader that can hold it up? Oh, oh, it's everything. It's everything. It's, you know, you in every single moment are in relationship with everything outside of yourself. So right there tells you, you are the one to lead yourself through anything you're experiencing. So to be embodied is to be aware. To be embodied is to accept what you find in the moment because you fighting against what's already there is going to create, create stress, the suffering, staying in the doubt, the spiral of the mind that believes in those fear stories. Mm -hmm. So being an embodied leader is really bringing consciousness to the process. And walking your talk, like if you say you desire something, if you say you want to be someone or express yourself in a certain way, you go do that. You put yourself in the position, in the places, open yourself to meeting the people who can reflect that that's absolutely possible for you. And you saying yes to those tiny moments to take the next little step to align with that embodiment is leading yourself. So on a very practical level, like every single day you get to be the leader of your life. And this is in how you literally move through the day and how you approach your work, your career, how you approach your relationships, your love life, your sensuality, your playfulness. It all gets to be a part of who you're becoming. That's so true. Yeah, I feel so often like now, 
information is everywhere it's literally just a mouse click away and so often we just consume things and books and whatnot but then like it's about embodiment so often we have like the knowledge we actually have soaked it up everything but then it's about living it and as you were describing like in not maybe not only in one area but at least this is the goal like to embody it with your whole being with who you truly are yeah that was the one thing that i found in my own personal development journey where you can stay stuck looking at this personal development books and keeping your you know your focus outside but the whole reason you're doing it is to become that version is to give yourself experiences so i'm all about having the visceral putting yourself in visceral experiences where you can actually feel the shift where you can embody that which you you desire um because it's nice to have um mentors courses groups all of that but at the end of the day it's you who are going to be experiencing it and everyone has that power to start now and to embrace that now yeah so what would be what would maybe be your best tip in order maybe there's people who have learned a lot already but then now it's the next step to actually embody it and maybe maybe it's not happening from today till tomorrow and then that's it um, and maybe not for all areas in your life at the same time but what would be like your best tip and how to, how do i get to this other to this next level now to actually embody my soul's mission here on this path Oh, such a good question. And I know this experience well. When there is a next level of embodiment that you're being called to, there's a bit of a metamorphosis process to it, which is counterintuitive to how our minds want. We're so impatient. We're like, I just want it to happen now. I'm, I'm ready for it. Like, I just let it go. Like, this instant gratification almost. Yes. But the thing that we don't realize is that the soul has its own timeline of when it receives. And so if we can bring our human on board with that journey, sometimes it's actually slowing down instead of speeding up. Sometimes it's more about taking more space than filling in, you know, your to-do list or your schedule with more things the greatest thing i would say to tune into is to ask yourself what season am i in where am i truly being asked where do i feel that is my next step to put my focus on maybe it's relationships maybe it's that romantic partnership maybe like you have this whole idea of a vision and your work life or maybe you're killing it at work and you're like okay but now i'm ready for the love life it's like really focus on what it is or it could be the opposite maybe you're in a relationship but now you're like i'm really ready to like be full on in my in my passion in my work then it could be just slowly tuning and taking time for yourself either way check in be honest radically honest with what season you're being called into and you'll know you'll know mm -hmm.
So that sounds a lot of shifting the gaze inward instead of looking for more resources outside, but rather like, what is the truth here for me? What, what do I feel guided towards doing the next, as the next thing or the next area, as you were saying? Like more being instead of doing, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%, you know, and it can be anything. If, if you're focusing on family, if you're focusing on money, on lifestyle and your social life, like what would really bring you the greatest joy in that fulfillment? And let that be so. And let yourself kind of just gestate and follow the pull of where you're being led to. Mm -hmm. To, to really embody like, hey, this is what I'm available for. I'm open and ready to learn. I'm ready to grow in this area. And you just leading with that open heart, more opportunities will come towards you and you will absolutely feel that you can trust where you're being guided. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I feel trust is such a key word in this whole conversation because I feel this is the like in this whole personal development process like for example for me like until i was 30 until my burnout hit me like i had no idea about this whole world so then only when i hit rock bottom i went into i finally discovered personal development so then i read all the books and everything but then i feel especially then after soaking in the knowledge you actually have to you have to settle in with the trust within you in order to make the bridge to actually then become that leader or embody that version of you that you just discovered from all the things that you learned. So how was that, um, how was the process for you? Maybe you want to share a little bit, like you said you were, you came across the, the Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. Um, but then how did you build the trust within you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it is about integration, your own process of integration and trusting your process. So my journey was interesting because I started to trust where I was being led before I really knew what was happening. I started to recognize and be present to my fear thoughts before I delved into like all of the personal development. The power of now was that one book that I was like, oh my God, it is a present moment. But I had already been experiencing that a little bit before. So what I soon realized is, is when I did go into the personal development, I realized that the experience and that the transformation that I experienced was the same thing that the Mary, uh, Mary For Forleo and uh, Tony Robbins and Carolyn Miss and uh, Wayne Dyer, all these people were talking about. I, I also resonated. I had my own language for that. So internally, I, I had this sense of trust of like, oh, there's something here for me. There's a way that I'm meant to express this. And clearly, so many people have their own way to express kind of the same thing of trusting ourselves. So it became a process of really being true to my process, which my company is called Flow True, you know? Yeah. 
I learned along the way when I started um, my coaching journey out of my fifth year dorm I just felt such a call to start that journey and to share my story. And I started to attract people from all over the world who resonated with my message. And I was like, oh, okay, next step. How, you know, create like a coaching experience. And oh my God, what the results were nuts, you know? Even though I was scared, even though I was nervous, trusting that process. So I need power in knowing that where I was being led was having a positive influence, positive impact. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't trying to put what my specific journey was on other people. I was inviting other people to explore what was true for them. And, you know, at first it started with just life coaching, but I was then um, attracting a lot of entrepreneurs who either wanted to start their own businesses or had their businesses but wanted to shift the way they were marketing. And so I did. I went into life coaching and then marketing coaching, and then I had my own traumas and um, negative patterns that I wasn't looking at in my romantic relationship. And I was like, all right, I got to take 100% responsibility for this area because I keep coming up against the same pattern. So I trusted my process. I met myself where I was at. And then I went into relationship coaching. I learned about my sensuality, my sexuality, and then abundance and money. So it just kept kind of evolving over the past decade. And so it's so beautiful now because, you know, at many points along that journey, I was coaching, but I wasn't ready to go to a full-fledged company. Mm -hmm. I was still embodying the pieces, but with, it's not like one day, oh, I have an experience and I'm embodied. (laughs) Right? There's a timeline. There's a journey. There's a trusting. I actually took two years off of my coaching business. So I can integrate into the quote-unquote real world and, and just play and just work on myself and not trying to do the whole business thing. And now, though, I've been back for about two years and I'm growing now a company. I'm so like lit up and I have all these pieces that I'm creating a roadmap from my own experience. And it's all about embodied leadership. It's all about knowing that you can trust the season you're in, that you can take your time, that it doesn't have to be stressful. You can actually take care of yourself through the growth process. It can, you can lead yourself in a way that it's really nurturing. And you can still even experience pleasure on the way to that embodied leadership, on the way to the growth. Even when you experience challenges, there's a way to meet yourself with compassion. So, mm. yeah. yeah, I feel like now I can like live and breathe it because it's been a decade of giving myself the patience and the true trust every single day to meet myself and align with my truth. Mm. There were so many good nuggets in that. Um, first of all, I really 
wanted to point out again that I feel often when people think of what is my soul's mission, then we often feel like there's this one thing and then I have to stick to that for all my life. Like you were saying, you started with life coaching, then there were entrepreneurs coming in that, and now you're like an intimacy and embodiment coach. Like there, the sensual aspect came into it. Like it is okay to change it again. And you just said it, I think in your last sentence, let yourself play, especially people starting with something new like let it be fun let it be playful let it be whatever you however you desire it to be and as you were saying like business also doesn't have to feel like we earlier maybe thought of like the way we thought of business like this hard like yeah exhausting thing but rather this is actually fun I actually really love doing that Totally, 100%. And it's just, a, it's a new way, new conversations and a different approach of how it gets to be. Um, yeah, so it's kind of just being available to disrupt the status quo a bit. And mm, disrupt yeah. the status quo that maybe you've been living by. Yeah. And trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. And what you said before, like meet your, meeting yourself with compassion and looking for what's actually true for you, being honest with yourself. I think it was what you were saying. Um, and I think that it's also like we all, sometimes we just have a bad day, I guess. It's just human. But I feel especially then, right? Like, I guess that would be your tip then too. Like, how would you deal with a bad day? Probably meeting yourself with compassion and be there for yourself and look what you need in the moment. What 100%. 100%. Actually, that's exactly what I'm designing in my business now is how to meet yourself in these challenges, how to regulate your emotions when you feel a trauma or a trigger come up. I've had to create a really safe and compassionate space for myself to be able to process through these moments. And they have been essential to my process to embody the leader that I want to become. Yeah. So it's a complete framework that I'm creating in my own world. But to simplify it, it is meeting yourself with compassion. It's giving yourself space to feel what's coming up without making yourself wrong, without judging yourself. And, you know, the work, it's not like the challenges are going to stop. Yeah. Those moments of pain will still come up. But the difference is how you begin to respond to those moments will change. And as you begin to respond to those moments with compassion, you will start to open up new doors to what you become available for. You'll be able to process an emotion a lot faster than feeling like a whole day is wasted or weeks or whatever. It's like when you really know how to align to what's coming up for you in a moment, it's, it's so powerful. And, I, and I'm so passionate about it because I don't see many people having spaces to actually process the visceral moment. Um, and I know what's possible through my own journey. So I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, so powerful. And we can, I think we can all see like the excitement in your face. And when you talk about it, like 
the embodiment here we are again the embodiment like actually being that person that transmits this message out into the world so so beautiful so good that you're doing the work that you're doing thank you so much yeah thank you so much so one last thing i wanted to ask you is um i'm going to upload the episode to my podcast which is called light and say does it mean what does it mean for you to live a life that feels light and free just for a sec you're you're actually frozen but i think i heard to live a life that feels light and free yeah let me tune into that it really means for me to have a relationship with my own truth a relationship with what comes up for me in the moment with ease with a weightlessness that i have the power to meet whatever's coming up no matter what that to me is my ultimate freedom because i am in control and in power with my own thoughts i am the one who can relate to my emotions I am ultimately the one who can be conscious with how I speak through my vulnerability with my truth. So yeah, it it's always coming back to the moment and being true with myself and that. And if I ever find myself stuck in fear, I know I have the keys to unlock it. Yeah. Ah, so good. Thank you so much for sharing. I love that. <laughs> Thanks for asking. It's a great question. <laughs> You're so welcome. So, um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add to the conversation? And then afterwards, how can how can people find you? How can people work with you? Is there anything? Really, like. find more enjoyment in your life. Yeah. The moments where you feel like you have to pound another 3 hours away to get something done. Give yourself permission mm -hmm. to drop it like it's hot. To go outside. Yeah, drop it like it's hot. Have it like that. Yeah. You can stop drop and hug. as a way to like break a pattern when you're feeling something come up when that anxiety or stress happens disrupt your pattern yeah go and play on the weekends start to really have a transition from your work to your evening mm. allow enjoyment to fuse into your day today like any little moment and you just get to build upon that every single day. Yeah. Um, and in terms of getting in touch, uh my uh, website is flowtrue.com so if you want to just browse through that, um you're welcome to. I'm on Instagram at conscious woman rising and there will be more places to play. very soon in this upcoming year. So if you just stay in my corner, you know, you'll see updates of my stories and whatnot. Come 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 say hi. 
That's perfect. I will put all the infos in the in the caption and in the show notes of the podcast as well. Um, I truly love your mission that you shared last time. This was so powerful. And as you were saying, actually, this goes, this goes beyond us women. But maybe right now, it's the area of women that's where we start with to really transport that message out into the world. And um, you're such a you're such a shining light. I love the energy that you're bringing into this conversation. I'm very grateful for everything that you shared today. Um, I feel there's a lot of people who can truly benefit from that. So thank you so much for taking the time. Again, I'm still so sorry. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's such it's so delightful to just have these conversations and. Um, I, I forgot to mention, I have a Conscious Woman Rising Facebook group. It's called uh -huh. the Conscious Woman Rising Lounge. So if anyone wants to take part in that, I have master classes in there and just do a little bit more behind the scenes of my own process. Um, so you're welcome to come. But thank you so much for having me. And this was such a pleasure. Yay. I'm so happy. So you're, if I got it correctly, I believe you're in LA right now. Right? Yes. Yes. So yeah, for you, I guess it's still daylight. We have in Tulum now it's darker. I love this, the international network. Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so thank you so much for everything. It was such a pleasure having you. Um, thank you everybody for watching or tuning in. And um, yeah, see you guys soon. And thank you so much, Juliet. And talk to you soon too. Thank you. Enjoy your last day in Tulum. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful evening. So much love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Light and Free Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you leave a review on iTunes so that more people can benefit from it. To learn more about living your free life, check out my website, patriciajjasmine.com, where you find more resources. I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing day. Bye.